0: and Hillman, and this is what I think. There is not a lot that I don't love about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon Prime. Now, if you think I'm sponsored by Amazon Prime, first of all, you have a very misguided uh, opinion of the popularity of this podcast. That's number one. Number two, I don't have sponsors. Period. Just Period. Uh, certainly not Amazon Prime. Uh, you know why? Jay, Jeff Bezos can't afford me. Can't afford me. He tried. And I was like, Jeff, you don't have the cash. You literally don't have the money to, to sponsor this podcast. But you're doing great work with Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'm assuming he's one of the writers and directors of that mo- of that show. It's a fantastic show. The reason I'm talking about it here is to c- do a little recommendation, which I'll do on occasion. I'm not tied to it. There's nothing in it for me, except for that I get to spread information about a phenomenal Song that was in one of the episodes. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, please, you can look this up on YouTube, by the way. But anyway, the episode is Comedy or Cabbage. It's Comedy or Cabbage. It's about 40, go to like 45 minutes in. Mrs. Maisel and Lenny Bruce are about to go to dinner. Catch it before they're about to go to dinner. They're in, he's on some TV show. Then they go to dinner at this Cuban kind of club thing. Holy crap. What a scene. I mean, it's as good as any freaking scene in any movie i defy you to disagree with me on that so good so the song is called loco amor by pedrito martinez now i pronounce that pretty well i'm going to give myself props for that
1: Mm. Mm.
0: drinking a belgian blonde ale blonde prefer the blonde ales better than the brunette ones i will tell you that's just look it's a personal taste it's a personal taste okay don't judge them on a personal taste Okay, anyway, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel episode, third season, third season, it's or Cabbage, please, it's so good, and then I downloaded the song, I bought it, okay, I paid for it, because I do that, used to be a musician, I know the struggles, so I bought the, bought the song, and now I just can't stop listening to it, it's, it's scary, Um, my daughter, uh, the 15 year old, I don't know why, that wasn't, my little clearing of my throat was not tied to anything, um, went to the doctor because she had a physical because she's on the swim team in high school. So she had to go to the physical. So my wife took her to physical, it's just normal stuff, you know, a little prick of the finger and the test and the blood pressure and the this and the that I didn't need to go. Okay. And I came home and I was like, how's the physical? Guess what happened? we got you know my wife got a talking to about the vegan diet now this happens a lot and you know it's look i'm gonna say it's justified because you know doctors are experts on nutrition oh wait um she said to uh you gotta make sure quote you eat beans for amino acids to make sure you get the amino acids i mean this is coming from a it's just uh just okay so a little piece of advice so my wife when she was filling out the little get there and fill out the thing it said do you avoid any foods and she wrote vegan and i was like please do not do that anymore because it opens up a conversation that is just not worth having with somebody who is has no idea what they're talking about so then i go okay here's my issues with western medicine and you guys have heard it i'm not anti-western medicine i don't overstep my bounds because i'm not trained in medicine i don't talk about medicine because i'm not trained in it doctors do not overstep your bounds don't talk about nutrition unless you are actually trained in nutrition which you're not in medical school so unless you took it upon yourself to, to get trained in medicine don't talk about the same conventional wisdom bullshit that everybody else knows because you're not an expert then you're just saying what everybody else says the stupid stuff for people who aren't educated in nutrition that they just say so get educated do it it's great do it but don't talk about it until you do please can we just thank you <sighs> Anyway, I said don't market because then you got to get into a conversation. So then I said, you know what? Maybe I will drop by the office and I will drop off donate. Donate a couple books. I'll donate Proteinaholic by Garth Davis and I'll donate Disease Proof Your Children by Joel Furman. And I'll be like and my wife was like, please, can you just not do that? And then I was like, you know, like a you know, like a just so I thought, then I was, then I thought about it. I was like, okay, now what do, what do I gain by dropping off those books? What do I gain? And the answer was d- nothing. You know, I thought, you know, my need to be right was simply not worth it in this case because no minds were going to be changed. They're going to think I'm some crazy person. Now, my wife did say, look, my husband's a nutritionist. So we're good on that. And that kind of shut the, the, the woman up. But just, you know, I just be like, but then... Then I was also thinking like, if I do drop off the books, then they're going to think that they should advise on nutrition. I just don't want them advising on nutrition. Even if I agree, don't advise on nutrition. You're not a nutritionist. That's my ideal for Western medicine is in te- unless it becomes a thing, like part of the curriculum of, of all medical schools that they really train in nutrition until that time it don't go to your doctor for nutrition like unless it's an institutional change where they go doctors will now be nutritionists. then i'm all fine that fine i'll probably disagree with some of the things but at least it's like okay you're trained i'm not gonna tell a dietitian not to advise on diet on diet i might disagree with their conclusions and their advice but i'm not going to say don't talk about it because they're trained in it well i have my faults with whatever but you know what i'm saying okay but mds aren't trained in it okay i can't say that enough Mm. Okay. My goodness. Why I have to keep having this conversation, I have no idea. (sighs) Okay. So because I quit all the social media over a year ago, by the way, my training partner said, she's like, what about YouTube? I was like, I don't post to YouTube. She's like, damn it, because that's social media is going to get you. I was like, yeah, you didn't get me. What can I say? Today, I thought maybe I should go back on YouTube because they've cleaned up their act, I think, with the kid stuff and just turn off comments. So then it's not social media. It's like I'm just posting videos and no comments and like watch it or don't watch it. Not my problem. But I kind of like Vimeo. They've been nice. I mean, in the sense that they've not communicated with me at all. I just, they're just They're just there. I don't know what to do. I I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care. It's not whatever. Okay, but anyway, I have to say this because I don't have the social media. Okay, my next small step stepper session. If you're listening to this, is February second, two thousand twenty. If you type in the code, you go to smallsteppers.com, Type in small steps winter, all one word. You get thirty five percent off. I'm not kidding. Get on my mailing list because you would have gotten that email. Coincidentally, health made simple, the thing I do with Fraser, is starting Monday, February third. I got a busy. Couple months, three months ahead of me. I got a busy three months ahead. Health made simple. So get on my mailing list. I'm going to be sending out some things, and I'll get back to my normal blogging. Okay, that's not such a bad thing, right? I'll be in Sacramento by the way this Saturday. If you want to come visit, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'm speaking at noon at the Sacktown Veg Fest. Yeah, look at the show notes. Mm. Speaking of um, conversations, I don't want to have anymore. The title of this episode is called. Oh, and thank you, by the way, to everybody who's patreoning me and 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 reviewing me and and that that stuff because for real the reason why this title is called the final word on the quote paleo diet is because it's not really pale i'll get to that in a second the reason why it's called the final word is tongue in cheek why because i don't really want to talk about it anymore it's so ridiculous that i don't want to talk about anymore okay i don't want to talk anymore. does paleo diet do everything wrong no there are some things that paleo diet does right by by chance it okay but here can you just listen to me okay First, I will tell you that I had two couples of paleo people at the resort this week. So I had a deal. I had a deal with one of them was very friendly and everything, but it was like, you know, talking to, she, she said, can you, what can you do? I don't eat, you know, I don't, no you know, carbs. She's like, she, well, she said, she goes, she starts it. She goes fruits and vegetables. I think, did I, I don't, maybe I even talked about this. Anyway, she goes fruits and vegetables. And I say, okay, we're well, we going to do fruits and vegetables. She goes, that's all you can do. I was like, "Well, but you said, she, okay. Anyway, I said, there's lots of stuff we could do. And then she said, well, can you do non-gluten, non-gluten grain type things? I go, yeah, we have polenta. She's like, I can't eat corn. I was like, listen, shoot me an email and send me what you can eat and we'll, we'll make the thing. I was very nice about it. I think I said, I already said that on the podcast. Fine. So then I get a, request in the lobby for a smoothie because this guy goes, I'm on the, my wife's on the paleo diet. We're on the paleo diet and, and we get, we're hoping to get a smoothie in this afternoon. I was like, I can make that happen. He goes, what do you, he goes, and I'm assuming it's the same woman. It turns out it's nothing, totally separate couple. Can you imagine just the coincidence of that? Anyway, he goes, "Um, what do you put for protein in your smoothie? Okay, so first, just the hair on the back of my neck, even though I shave it, it just stood up. It was not even there and it stood up. I go well. Everything in the smoothie is has protein in it. He goes, you kn- real kind, con- real kind con- You know what I mean. I go well. Greens are you know. There's more spit, more protein in spinach, than there's in beef. There's you know apples that has protein in it. Hemp seed that. Oh, he says what you. You know what I mean. Now, what he's talking about here, just to be clear is that you can't get enough calories and therefore not enough protein because you're not eating enough spinach to get a significant amount of protein because spinach is so low in calories in the amount of, that would be in one smoothie. And he's correct in that. He's correct that you, if a handful of spinach in your smoothie isn't going to provide you much protein because overall calories aren't gonna be that significant. He liked the idea of hemp seed because seeds have more calories and they're actually damn high in protein. They're 30, over 30% protein. So fine, but the, but the false premise is that we need high protein the fault. so we got there was it was a little bit tense I'm not going to say I'm not going to I said listen I'm a nutritionist I'm a nutritionist I understand what's going on here and by the way he did not say I'm a nutritionist he shut he shut up because guess what he's not a freaking nutritionist so don't have the conversation with me and try to school me on stuff okay plus I was in the middle of a cooking class At the resort i got interrupted to have this conversation about protein in the middle of a cooking class because he has his wife has these intense needs for because she just can't survive without a smoothie before dinner okay all right later by the way 20 minutes later they sat down and had a dessert that's complimentary at the resort they had a dessert because you know paleo desserts so i had to you know micromanage a smoothie but then she had so what was funny is that i was doing a not funny it was kind of unprofessional and i'm transparent enough to and honest enough to just admit that this was a bad call. I in my defense, I didn't think I was being heard, but okay, more than that in a second. So I was the cooking class I had was with a super nice couple that I had spent a couple days with. They did this little retreat thing with me. So there was nutrition, a couple cooking class. I got to know them because there are a lot of questions and back and forth what it is. And they were lovely people, had an amazing time with them. So I got interrupted with their cooking class. So I had to walk into the kitchen and have this discussion about the uh, out to the lobby talk to them then in the kitchen to talk to the cooks and say here's what I need you to do and I was frustrated because I was getting interrupted and I said I'm so done with this shit but I was in the kitchen anyway the couple heard me they came out the bartender like whoa Sid is like they said he's great so charismatic but man he got frustrated I heard them I heard him say he was really done with this shit and I was like oh that that's not something that I wanted them to hear but I was done with it and and it was honest you know what I'm saying I shouldn't have i was in the kitchen can i just i was in the kitchen i didn't i didn't yell it i just said god i'm so done with this shit." but they heard me that's i gotta watch my mouth mm. the moral of the story is i don't want to talk to people on the paleo diet that's the moral of the story. The moral of the story for me is i will no longer talk to people on the paleo diet you guys know that's not true um false premise of high protein okay as soon as you ex- uh, get into a discussion uh, with then somebody assumes that we need a ton of protein Um, then the plant-based kind of thing is going to be lost, even though there's plentiful, I can't tell you enough, plentiful protein in the plant world. Plentiful. That's why elephants are powerful. Okay, got it. They got the muscles. They got, we're good. We're good. Okay. But because I had two paleo couples, and when I say paleo couples, you might envision two couples coming in in like loincloths and like, uh the last one of the last this is an aside i just thought about this the last audition that i did in los angeles before i was like i can't do this anymore acting wise was for fedex where i had to dress up as a caveman and at the audition the first audition not a callback they said we need to get you in wardrobe i said this is a first call this is not a callback And they're like i know we just need you in wardrobe so i put on a caveman thing with a wig and in my brain, I heard involuntarily, I'm so over, th- I'm, wait, I'm so fucking out of here. That's what I heard. I'm s- in my brain. I'm so fucking out of here. And that was when I t- came home to Lisa. and I was like, I get, this place is killing me. Los Angeles is killing me. I got to get out of here. And fast forward 13 years, here I am, you guys. That's, right? A gift <laughs> to me and you, I hope. God, don't listen to this unless you think it's valuable. Jesus. Oh. Okay, so here's the final word on the paleo diet and my final word is probably i'm going to bring this up again okay let me start out by the positive it's always good to start with po- here's what you're doing right at your job before i fire you or or I reprimand you here's what you're doing right okay um what they're what paleo diet is doing right and why people feel better most many people going to the paleo diet they go oh my god i feel the best i've ever felt probably in many cases because as i said this before in this podcast the nut-nut diets sometimes are going to make you feel better because you're paying attention to something that you weren't paying attention to before. If you've just dialed in a diet of Dunkin' Donuts, Bear Claws, and um cheese pizza from, from frickin' Round Table, and then you move to the keto diet or you move to the paleo diet, same thing, or you move to the... um Mediterranean diet or whatever as any problems I have with those diets they're all better than the standard American diet always and so if when you even you know like I a family member was like I read the plant paradise the plant paradox where that totally debunked guy tells you that you can't eat plants because they have lectins and and they're going to kill you even though The reality, there there is this thing of like people in the world that he could look at and go, well, wait, that doesn't add up because people are super healthy on the plant based diet. So, but I gotta sell books. Let me scare the shit out of people. Anyway, read the plant paradox, and I feel so much better. Yes, because you were eating refined plants, which are vegan, by the way. That's why I never talk about vegans. You know, white sugar, white flour, the standard American diet. A lot of it can be vegan if you eat Oreos all day. You're going to move to the paleo diet and go, I feel way better. Yes, because Oreos are junk food. I don't care if they're vegan. It doesn't matter. That just means they have no animal products. Okay. So it's vegan, no animal products. Every other diet, eat these things. Vegan, don't eat these things. Okay. It's don't get into a discussion. Vegan is what not to eat. Every other diet, including the quote paleo diet is what to eat. So there's no comparison because you can be wildly unhealthy and be on the vegan. You know, if you're not eating animal, i.e. scotch and Oreos. Okay. Which was also my junior year of college. I'm not going to get into that. It's too, it's too off the, it's too off the rails. Okay. So um, the paleo diet, here's the, my main three problems with it. Okay. And, and again, I'm gonna start with the positive. Could you feel better based on a standard American diet by moving? To the, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no dairy. M- amazing. Phenomenal. Um, there's, there's Sure. There's meat. And there's vegetables and sometimes fruit depending on how nutty nut nut the paleo diet is okay people paleo diet who doesn't eat fruit is like what in the world are you talking about okay but but whatever it can be way better than what you're eating and a great step in the right direction which is eventually you're going to eat the things maybe if you keep moving the things that have even more micronutrients vitamins and minerals than what you're currently eating on the paleo if you keep in that direction you'll be even better imagine that even healthier as long as you eat beans for the amino acids according to the doctor. Okay. All right. Even though paleo doesn't eat a lot of beans, but don't get me, can you not get me started? Here's my three main fallacies. Are you ready? Fallacy number one, that all beings in the paleolithic era, which by most counts were like 2.6 million years ago to around 10 or 15,000 years ago, probably more like 15,000 years ago, before we basically started herding animals and sort of got modern with the way that we grow food and everything else. But okay. That all beings in that, in that era, were eating the same diet it's cuckoo town to think that somebody near the equator who was around tons of plant plants foods and and fruits and things that were easily accessible it was abundant was eating the exact same thing as somebody who a a population that had gotten pushed up a little farther north where there wasn't as much plant food and they had to move to more animal foods to eat the same amount of calories that they needed it's insane to think that there was one paleo diet that's effing crazy Okay. I decided to hyphenate the F word. Uh, uh. Okay. That's number one. There was not one family in Tulsa that we, okay, let's look at what they, what, let's look at what the, the that cave people did in Tulsa, because that's the representation, representation correctly of the, okay. Two, that meat was the primary source of calories. If you actually read, and I know there was an initial thing about the, 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 written a study, which was bought, by the way, not by nutritionists, but, there's a lot of complication stuff here part of it is that the that the tools that the paleolithic era people used were survive longer than organic material like plant foods those are gone and so they they dug up these things of tools and they go okay they make assumptions but when they actually got to scraping teeth lo and behold many paleolithic era uh, individuals were primarily if not entirely plant-based why because It's easier to get. Now, this isn't even getting to the point of the way that our bodies are designed in terms of the length of our intestines, the way that our jaws move back and forth. What about the sharp two teeth, the two teeth, you mean, or the four teeth of our entire mouths, you mean that compare your mouth to a cat. Tell me if there's a similarity in your teeth versus the cat's teeth. Okay, just d- do that for me. We can grind back and forth. We have opposable thumbs. There's a the length of our intestine. There's the acid in our stomachs. All signs point to herbivore. Sorry, but it's true. Can we digest meat? Yes. It's not ideal, but it was necessary if you could not find enough plant foods to eat. We had to eat something, and so we would kill an animal. Guess what? I would too today if I could not find enough plant materials to feed me and my family. Okay? Just that's what would happen. Okay, but more on that in a second because it's not the kind of meat that the paleo, so-called paleo diet eats. So the fallacy is that meat was a primary source of calories. If you scrape the teeth, it was not. Now, side note. Go do a search on the on Paleo Magazine. These are actual recipes. Bison chili sweet potato fries and sweet and sour pork meatballs. Because, you know, the cave people, they that's what they were eating. I mean, these are recipes lifted literally from the 2.6 million to 15,000 years ago era. They found, interestingly, some cave drawings. And a couple of those were recipes for sweet and sour pork meatballs. It's a, weird, I know. But try that because then you'll definitely be like a cave person okay the, so that's it's, it's crazy to it's, think about you going outside right now is it easier to find blackberries and get your calories out or to run down an animal kill it bring it back skin it do all the things you're going to be like Why, ugh, I'm picking I'll pick a freaking thing and eat it good lord and if I can't find things to pick, pick I'll go get an animal that's common sense can we just not talk about that anymore okay paleolithic era people did not walk into Safeway and buy a pound of beef in cellophane. They did not eat factory farmed food. They ate wild food. And guess what they did when they did? They moved their bodies. Even when they were hunting an animal, they moved their bodies. They did not drive 10 feet and drive around the parking lot to find the closest space, by the way. And so they minimize the walk into Safeway and you buy that lots and lots of calories with with an animal that is domestically raised forget about what it's fed, even if it's grass-fed, domestically raised, doesn't run around, doesn't have to run away from predators like we don't have to, and is just fatter than it would ever be in the wild, and it has been bred into oblivion in a nutty-nut-nut-crazy way, okay? So here's my third fallacy. This, This assumption that whatever they were doing back then must be what we should be doing now. The argument, which I agree with in terms of the basis of Intel, you know, just in terms of the intellectual argument is what's most natural for us. Totally agree. You can look at the makeup of the human body and say, okay, what's more natural for us in terms of what our bodies need to run on to be healthy? The conclusion that they draw is false. That's the problem is that they have the right premise. Let's do what's most natural, but they don't understand. They don't draw the right conclusion. And here's why, because they cherry pick the diet that they assume by the way is the same for everybody you already you already heard my first two but they assume that and then they apply it to a modern world which does not resemble in any way shape or form this is not controversial it does not resemble in, in any way shape or form What life was like back then, when people were on the move, when they ate during the daylight hours and they slept during the nighttime, when they were on a circadian rhythm existence. It does not work to cherry pick that and apply it to here and not take all the parts of that era, which would be crazy, wouldn't you say? I mean, and oftentimes I go, and I've said this in classes, I think everybody should co-paleo. Get outside, go run yourself down an animal. By the way, you're not going to be able to have a job and you're not going to be able to spend much time with your family. It doesn't work. I particularly think we should treat women, by the way, the same way they did back then because obviously if they were doing that back then that way, then we, then that's appropriate for us now. Do you see what I'm saying? You cannot, ch- I, want, I just want that thing because that's what I want to he- hear. I want to hear that I can eat ch- uh, bison chili sweet potato fries. And so therefore I will pick that out, but not the whole paleo era reality. It doesn't work. Okay. So get yourself a loincloth, (laughs) go chase down an animal, a wild one. See, what's interesting is everybody you've ever met on a paleolithic uh, diet, ask them if they forage for their own food and if they run down wild animals and if they eat wild animals, if they eat wild animals predominantly, because the sweet and sour pork meatballs probably aren't wild pigs i'm just guessing am i being judgmental without knowing yes i do not know that every paleolithic era uh, paleo diet person today is eating not eating or eating wild food i don't know that i'm making an assumption ask your paleo friends hey are you eating wild animals when you eat animals because that's what would be paleo because if you're going to the market and buying anything that's not what the paleolithic era people did okay good all right lastly and this isn't really a fallacy what I'm going to finish up by saying is <clears throat> when you take into consideration today's population, today's stress levels, clearly <clears throat> we have moved away from being chased by leopards. And that's kind of cool. Mm. I don't want to be you know, chased by, by wild animals and, and, and eaten. I mean, that's not a good way to go. Um, we don't have to move. We don't have to think even. We don't have the general reality of back then when you take into consideration today's stress levels which are higher even though we don't have things like famine at least in the united states and developed countries we're not worried about where we're going to find our next meal we're not worried about being chased down and eaten and yet we are very stressed very stressed and our current food system dictates and our current population which can we just say is so far over and above what it was during the Paleolithic era that we literally cannot survive on wild animals, even if we decided, and we are not surviving on domesticated animals because of the environmental strain. It does not fit in today's reality. We have got to figure out a way to eat that is appropriate for this time, for this time, not to look back and say, well, they were eating this, and so we're going to eat this today because today is a different world. And we are not on the right track if we make that assumption and do not adjust for what the world is like today, what our stresses are like like today, and what the population of the world is like today. Paleo is not appropriate, even if you make the false assumption that everybody was eating the same thing. Regardless, that assumption is wrong anthropologically. Go do the reading yourself. But even so, even if it were correct that they were eating meat all the time, that does not work today. It does not work today. Okay, because they were eating wild animals. We can't pull that off. We have too many people. Too many people. So I will finish with this scenario. Imagine a hundred thousand years from now, okay? Assuming we're still around. It's look, I'm gonna I'm hopeful. When the futuristic us digs up our remains, digs up our remains, finds under berries of you know dirt and layers of things. And finds our remnants and says, you know what, based on what we see, what they were doing 100,000 years ago, we are going to eat Big Macs, bacon, Oreos, and we're going to drink scotch. Because that's, we see that that was what they were doing back then and therefore because they were doing it back then, it is necessarily appropriate for us. Quote, that's what they were doing back then, so it must be appropriate and correct for us and quote they will say a hundred thousand years from now and here's my wish that someone some one will step forward with an intelligence that is a hundred thousand years ahead of our intelligence now and speak very loudly to the world then and say quote that conclusion you just made is pretty nutty nut nut all the time
1: to